0: Head Eat Rugby Banter, episode 11, The Alternative Rugby Commentary. I'm your host, Adam, and today I'm joined by Ben. Ben, how are you?
1: Hi, Adam. Thanks for having me on.
0: Uh, pleasure. Absolute pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Matthew, how are you? You're here today. Hi,
1: Adam. Uh, yeah, no, I'm here
2: today.
0: Uh, that's good. Um, how's, how's your respective days, gentlemen? Good? Average?
1: Cuck? Oh, alright. A long, but otherwise alright. I had a had a disagreement with the IRF, IRFS expert at work, so you know, so you know, I was taught a thing or two about accounting the hard way. Sounds so not. Pretty boring. Sounds dull it it sounds, dull. So,
0: so, sounds pretty boring. I was just gonna say, I oh, um, it's
2: okay. What I know about accounting is pretty dangerous. As far as all I know is that there's something on the left and
1: something on the right. Done. Yeah, that's pretty. You much got it. it. Like. Yeah. Write, write everything down twice. Like, once you understand that, you've got accounting down. Uh.
0: Sounds, yeah, I I don't know much about accounting. I I, I write for a living. So, and, uh, you can ask me. No. Pure pros. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, anyway, going, going back to the rugby. Right, uh, yesterday we chatted about four Super Rugby sides. Unfortunately, Alex, he isn't here because he's spending time with his wife and Cat according to Ben, who who knows Alex best. Yesterday we spoke...
1: It's, it's, it's also his birthday, so I think I was being unkind to him yesterday. Was... <laughs> that's,
0: that's even more! It's, that's even worse! He should be here, celebrating his birthday with us. I feel jaded and slighted by this.
1: I, I feel I feel you could have got some great, like, birthday cake sound effects, or I don't know, we, we could have really worked it into the show. Do you know what? That
2: episode that's lost in memoriam... Mm-hmm. We recorded that the day after my birthday.
0: Yeah, that's true, uh, and, you, and I mean, you didn't even tell us. Just, oh, guys, I might not make make the recording. I might have a boozy lunch because it's your birthday lunch, Matt. It's your. Bir- <laughs> you didn't say shit. No, yeah, well,
2: it's, oh. it's, 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 look, it's my. Rever- it was my. Rev- wait, how do we? It was my reverse bar mitzvah as well. I turned thirty-one instead of thirteen. <laughs> oh.
0: Shalom.
2: Uh, Shalom. Yes.
0: Mazel tov. What? Mazel no, tov. It's Mazels. It's Mazels. 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 It's kind of the the Sanjin way to use that expression. Yeah, I guess he's not here. Yeah. It was his birthday, but he he will be missed uh, as always. Uh, I know. Yesterday we spoke about the Reds, the Sharks. What else did we speak about yesterday? It was such a long time ago. The
1: sailors. The sailors. Yes and Tars and, and uh, the Warriors
0: yeah Ben's favourite team the Warriors yes the Warriors well
1: yeah the Warriors we, we discussed this how I don't think they should have full monopoly over the Tars <laughs> uh, uh, the Warriors
2: the Warriors and then eventually we can
1: completely get it down to the Wazers ideally would they just leave Super Rugby and then you know it suits all of us
0: nah but then they, Australia wouldn't have any rugby players or they'd be, all be from Brisbane where it's really hot and humid, I've been there. It is. It is really hot and humid. So today, so today, right? We're going to be uh, redoing the episode Lost in Memoriam, where we're going to be talking about the Bulls, again, uh, the Blues, again, and the Brambies again. Alex spoke about the brumbies He had a forensic report. See, I'm using language there, Ben, that would really spark, spark you. You know, get you very excited. Forensic auditing. The balancing.
1: I'm in, I'm, the I'm in fact, I don't audit, that's why I had to go see the audit lady, because I had an audit question.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to, I think we'll start with the Blues. Uh, I, I do think they're quite fun, I know we're going to talk about them again. So Ben, you you were assigned the Blues, right? If I remember.
1: I was assigned the Blues, oh, and right. I have prepared the blues just let me find it's actually it's not it's not even online i'm actually pulling from a little book yeah listen the listen to the pages flattering okay so the blues ins and outs first um i would say the blues have probably arguably lost the most maybe not talent but definitely the most experienced um first up sort of the the poster boy for for people leaving New Zealand rugby, good old Charlie Farmoina, the, yeah. you know, center in a prop body. <laughs> he will get uh,
2: um,
1: Yeah, best like... Number, that
2: they are, they're best they're number 12.
1: Lot, yeah. Um, there a lot of... There they were actually a lot of articles on this, how significant, sort of, the leaving of Charlie Farmoina is, because I think it might represent the, sort of, I wouldn't say the beginning of the end, but more of a sort of an exodus culture like we've been experiencing in South Africa for the last fuck almost 10 years eh? um, mm-hmm. I think I think that might be creeping in creeping into New Zealand and maybe old old Charlie's the you know the, the forerunner of that yeah so his big loss then uh, Stephen tour has gone to Bristol which another oh, bit of a sometimes a bit of a disciplinary hazard but you know on his day a very good player um, then Rene Ranger's gone to La Rochelle in France and lastly quite weirdly um Ohio West the the fly half has gone to the Hurricanes presumably just to I don't know, warm the bench behind Brad Barrett because I can't really see that's a very good career move but anyway he's gone to the Hurricanes which we'll talk about later on because it has created a bit of a a bit of a vacuum there at 10 for the Blues so do we ha- do we have any comments on the departing talent guys?
0: Well, uh, I'm going to step in there and say so Charlie will be missed. He had the uh, the most silky, sexy pair of hands for a prop uh, either side of of the Indian Ocean and a very good scrammer, good team man. I think you could see he was almost one of those guys who are part of culture, the Blues culture. So he will be missed. Uh, I think he if he plays a just important role within within the squad. And just looking at the. Well, they got Pelasi Manu, uh, Tungo Gavassi, and Alex Hodgman. So they got depth. I just think he'll be. Maybe he's a good team man by appearances. So he will live. He will be missing.
1: I, and, I, reckon, I, I reckon he sells jerseys as well. He's that, yeah. is that yeah. kind of player.
2: Yeah, no, know. There might be a bit of a revenue hit.
1: Yeah. yeah. And,
2: and
0: I do think. Oops, I'll be right back. Nosebleed. Again, child, more, you mentioned know, Charlie Five winner. I get a nosebleed again.
2: Adam's like Adam's like those anime sort of stereotypes where the guy sees a naked woman and his <laughs> nose just explodes in a jet jet of blood. Adam, you Ch- just talked about. Yo, who were we talking about last week? When, uh, was, yesterday with yesterday, it was last time. I'm trying to remember who's white set off his nose again. It was
1: was the sharks. It must have been Goody. That's the only explanation.
2: Adam's got Adam's got a bit of a
1: fetish brewing out there. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, no. what's Adam's wife's name? Actually, maybe we shouldn't mention that on air, you know, with the four fans and all. Yeah, they might come stalking. So i'll I'll, I'll get I'll get onto the sort of the the new talent they've brought in for the Blues. And yeah. to right. be honest, to be honest, there's not a lot of it. Like they've they've lost. I know I'm repeating myself from like the unsuccessful. <laughs> recording but i guess that's sort of the point of this are you ready that they that they've <laughs> don't tell them how the sausage is made yeah yeah <laughs> um but they've gone from i would say ranger Lua, Tua, and farmer Weena represent 300 odd super rugby caps and they've replaced it with very few super rugby caps so I would say the Blues are the Blues are entering a bit of a, a bit of a rebuilding phase at the moment. If just three sort of guys have highlighted, mainly because other people were writing about them, so I figured maybe they were know, decent. Uh, Caleb Clark, New Zealand Under 20, plays wing. Uh, Dalton Papa pa- pa- La- e- e, who is a f- flank, quite a big guy, 190, 193 centimeters, 113 kgs. He's captained the Blues at under 19 and under 21 level, and last year he captained the Blues A's. So they might be they might be grooming him for leadership. He was also in New Zealand under 20. He wasn't the captain of that. And then there is uh, Tumati Tau, who I reckon of the sort of the new blood they've brought in, he's probably got the best chance of making the starting lineup just because he's got about 20 odd caps for the uh, for Auckland. Uh, and he he was also New Zealand at twenty, but I think a few years back uh, he plays centre. 196 centimeters, but 98 kg. So he's quite a quite a beanstalk really? of the centre. He probably Sounds probably gets his hands. to tackle. Yeah, cool. Sounds rangy. Yeah, hard hard to bring down. Take yeah. a take a knee in the face maybe. Yeah. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then otherwise in. In terms of sort of talent, talent retained, I guess you'd say they've got Rico Ioni, who I would definitely breakthrough player of the year last year, and I would say debatably player of the year last year. Because weirdly, they give the player of the year of the award before the last games are played. So I don't know. I've that that raised a few eyebrows to me. And they got his brother Akiri Akira Ioni, who I'm, I'm expecting a big season from him. I was I was watching some highlights a bit earlier, and he's got a nice running stride, good hands. Like I think this this might be the this might be the the year of Akira. And then Jerome Kano who's yeah. To be honest, I'm I'm surprised he's still around. Like he seems he seems prime to prime to go. France. I know we were talking about Kieran Reid the other day, prime to go off to France or Japan or you know, it's about time he, he made some retirement money. But yeah. I think especially considering the experience they've lost, he's become a he's become a vital man. Maybe maybe not so much on the field but um actually on the field as well. But just, you know, in the dressing room kind of he's been there before, he's seen it all and for it could end up a few injuries. It could end up a very inexperienced side. So um, I think a player like that will be vital. Hopefully he can play the whole season. Um, then obviously uh, bull Williams, never never shy from controversy, but I don't think anyone can deny He's a very exciting player.
0: Yeah.
1: And um, yeah, um, last one, a bit of some someone up and coming, old uh, Duffy, who mm. who did get. New Zealand corner up last year very good very good finisher like a, 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 class, a classical wing let's say that not kind of the old mold not the sort of the built like a bus wing sort of still you know gets around very quick
0: yeah he's reliable good under of the high ball uh, got a decent boot Re- reminds me did I say this last time St. Kirshner? I might have I don't remember but uh, because, yeah
2: I think you remember mentioning clown shoes
0: yeah well <laughs> He was okay. You know what? I think compared to what the box have served up recently, we shouldn't tune uh, Sideshow Bob <laughs> all, all that much Yo. in the future.
1: Yeah, looking back, we are very ungenerous to Zayn, hey?
0: We, we, we were, actually. We had no idea how good we really had it, and then we go on and uh, give him cuck. So shame on you guys. I, I was probably
2: there. I'm allowed to give him cuck. He's from here. <laughs> um, I, I, you're allowed to give cuck to your local players, always.
1: Yeah, but what it, like when, when you become professional sportsman you set yourself up Chris critici- you set yourself exactly. up for criticism that's that's how the game's played like yeah. exactly.
0: that's fair uh that's fair there's a quick word from the uh, blues for me I just think buffett you have probably mentioned there's a 10 uh, They might be a little bit weak but uh, oh we, we,
1: we, we haven't talked yeah. about
0: that yet, oh yeah yeah well,
1: we they drafted an old Terra black on the hurricane
0: injured the whole yeah. season virtually. Yeah.
1: After uh, the whole season, so they left with um, yeah. what's the name?
0: Uh, Bryn Gatt, Yeah. And Daniel. Uh, Daniel And Stephen uh Perefe. Perifet. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Between, between them, they have about four professional rugby caps, so it should be a. So they're gonna. I think they're gonna struggle there, at ten yeah. um, unless, unless one of them really grabs it by the balls and kind of makes it his own, but. I I, no, just, I think
0: I just feel so bad for them. I mean, the, the ink was barely dry on that contract, and then he gets injured <laughs> for the rest of the season. That's uh, pretty awful. Uh, yeah, but I guess look, my final thought in the Blues is, like, they have a crazy amount of strike power, as you mentioned, Arani, Milani Nanai, Duffy's solid, Caleb Clark's not bad, uh, Sunnyball Williams, George Moala, he, he's uh, there or thereabouts, and I've heard European clubs are kind of chasing him too, kind of on the periphery, a lot, like miss and then DJ Fiani, he's not bad either. he's also pretty solid, so I think they're gonna be exciting, but um now it's time to put your money where your mouth is. Where are they gonna finish in the New Zealand conference, gentlemen?
1: Um since uh, I'll take this since they were my responsibility. <laughs> I don't I don't think I think firstly, um you need it. you need a good ten to win to what, to win to to perform well in Super Rugby and I think that's going to be a glaring hole within the whole season. They're going to lack someone to unleash all that strike power in the back line. And then secondly, um, squad depth. I'm going to say Super Rugby. I think we're going to bang on about this for the next few weeks. But Super Rugby is a game of attrition. Like it's a hard. I'm sure we use the word we use the phrase last week. Meat grinder. Yeah. So yeah. So I think a few injuries down, their, their squad depth is quite thin, especially in uh, places like, um, see, their, their, um, their props with Farmer uh, Wiener gone, their their locks. I see their, their locks, actually, they find fine for depth, but I don't know. I, I, I even think that their back line lacks a bit of depth, really, if it's like in the centers and stuff, if a few a few key men go down, so I'm going to say fifth out of five in New Zealand.
0: Oh Jesus, tough! That New Zealand conference is so do or die. It's 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 a really hectic. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Um, I think fifth. That's kind of where they're going to end up. But they'll probably end up above uh, a couple of South African sides and a couple of the Australian sides in the overall log, anyway.
2: I'm going to have to say I'm inclined to agree with you guys about ending up at the bottom. Just yeah, but. I don't know. I'm seeing in a bit of a trend growing now as looking at the list that they're not the only side to sort of just be pulling in players from like counties and that, not actually spending big cash buying players from, say, other franchises or whatever. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, maybe, it's, maybe it is a bit of a development a development phase. That's, so some, I
2: mean, <laughs> yeah, looking back at what we said yesterday and that. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just because they've lost so much compared to everyone else at this point, I think. I think Fives was probably, not generous, but yeah, five's realistic for them, sadly. Yeah. Well, well,
1: there you have
0: it. There you have it. Yeah, you're going to say, Ben?
1: Yeah, just just my last... I made a note, so I think I should read it out. Um, (laughs) The Blues were the the first team to really adopt this just, like, super rugby as we know it now. Just, you know, this pure rugby... Like like uh, spare no like uh, fence come second, blah blah blah, but now, um it seems that the other New Zealand franchises, the Lions and um yeah, actually, just uh, and the Sunwolves try, but they just play this kind of brand of running rugby a lot better now, so the blues have kind of been beaten at their own game, like they play, they stuck on yeah. some kind of the sublime and the ridiculous, that's true.
0: Uh, it, it, it's there's no in between for, for the Blues. It's uh, zero. Let's move on to the Bulls. Uh, I'm just going to quickly mention Matt before you get get guts deep into the Bulls. They actually named their 38-man Super Rugby squad today, and left out of that squad just so we can get hot off the press was Rudy Page. Rudy Page will not be <coughs> play, will not be playing Super Rugby for the Bulls this oh, season. Geez. So all those all all that talk about her maybe going to Lions could be something, and just to give you a little bit more insistence, uh, Berger Urdendahl, uh, thats solid running centre, him and lose forward Nick Diago, they've been named as co-captains, which is uh, very very interesting. So, uh, no Rudy Page, which is intense. So, okay, now... Well, I've
2: built a whole 45 minute lecture on building the team around Rudy Page, so I'm just (laughs) going to scrap that and start from the beginning. Yeah, that's uh, its not going to happen, bro. So, with that
0: out the way after that bombshell go ahead Killer Mitchell you see he has struck so what well, can you tell us about the Bulls that are now Rudy Page looks
2: okay um let's see it's starting, let's see seeing you mentioned Mitchell I mean it's so the Bulls are facing now the end of old Nolly Murray, and John Mitchell's now taken over in the in the reins and with him this there have been some sort of names that have been dropped there let's see um Jacobi Irons is out. Martin Dreyer's gone off to the Kings. Buerta is one of the more bigger names that they've lost, off to London Irish. Um, Then uh, Ronaldo Botman's off to Harlequins. Pit van Zell also to uh, London Irish. Uh, Thijan Skumman's off to Bordeaux. Serpentines gone to Montpellier. And let's see what other names are. Yeah, I mean then it wings, it's guys who just haven't played at all. We're either released or sent off to the cheaters. Uh, it's Luther Obi, Kefense, Maholo, and yeah. So that's about it for losses to the bull side this year. Uh, incoming? Uh, incoming, let's see. Uh Let's see, what's the decent ones? Um, ones that are highlighted for coming in are Tim McGarber from the 7th squad yeah, at yeah. flank. And another one, well, ex Sevens players, old Worm Prinsloo. And another another interesting coming in is Marnet Bosov, obviously, to plug the hole from Tion Skuman. So, you know, when Pollard eventually does get injured, they need a second fly half. And. Yeah, then here and there, just a couple of other names. Let's see. Most of them are all call-ups from the Blue Bulls, Franz van prop from from the Stormers, and Dian van and from the Kings. But, yeah, the rest of them are all Curry Cup guys that they've just called up as well. So that building nonsense that we've been speaking about. Oh, and Janu Fenter from the Lions, it seems.
1: I'm just I'm just looking at this this squad now, and I know we talked about it during the erase during the the Phantom episode. We talked about oh Tony Yangchi's, Alton Yangchi's brother, and I see he's not even in the the Super Rugby squad now.
2: do not even. I'm actually get this because I'm building off the old. I'm essentially working off last week's notes still. So yeah. Uh, so he's Yo. not.
0: No, he's not. So um, so that he's out
1: which is because literally we are just saying how he he was just willing to sit at the bulls and wait for yes. something and now apparently um, John Mitchell said take a walk boy you and your shit hair you go take a walk boy you yeah, up boy yeah but his
2: hair's, his hair at least looks a bit like that dude from counting crows I mean it's better than his brother's
1: hair I, I don't know, I, want, I, I wonder what Alton's going to bring this year, hair-wise, because like, he always changes it up, like, give that to him, like, we, we don't know what to expect.
0: Anything is possible, anything is possible when it comes to Elton's hair, I feel like he uh, puts in a lot of time and effort. Do you want to, do you want to know what uh, John Mitchell said about uh, axing Rudy Page?
2: Yes, please, because yeah, um, yes, this is interesting, surplus to their needs. Yeah. I look quite...
0: <laughs> When it comes to selecting a super rugby site, it takes time, Mitchell said. This has taken a lot longer than I would like normally. It was very important for me not to be hasty and to make sure that I had enough information on player standards. He, talking about Paige, has been fantastic for the club. He's made it his life in recent years and has given a lot. But I just thought it was time to move forward with with the young dying. So on one one side, he says the Oak has given his all to the club. And the other side says, nah, he's cuck, I'm over it. (laughs) Let's release him. I like a very fast number 9, and certainly all the 9s that we've selected have that ability. So he's pretty much just said really Page is cuck slow. He's back the half-back trio of Ivan for He's not
1: that slow. No, not. Yeah. Andre
0: Warner and Embro's paper, and it seems Mitchell is particularly excited about paper. Embro is an up-and-coming, particularly world, a potentially world-class scrum up. Okay, he's just gotten the kiss of death. He's the guy, guys, to get in your fantasy draft teams. Imbro's Paper. Imbro's Paper. Remember the name. Yeah,
1: scrum, scrum halves don't score at all. you just got to try and try and someone like Lionel Corneo who they just mislabel as a scrum half.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you've got to... What it? What's-his-face what's as well? Um, yeah, you pay, I think 10 points is to get a kicking scrum half, which doesn't exist anymore. No. Yeah, you need, you need some French...
1: Maybe maybe Argentina will produce one. They, 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 draw, they drift in that direction sometimes.
2: Yeah, Um. Yeah. I think, look, overall looking at that, mm, you're going to say, yeah, Brim? I remember last time what got Ben, or last week when we discussed it, what got Ben hot under the collar was, if you, look, I mean, the list I'm sitting with is nowhere near 38 names, it's easily close on 50, and...
1: Yeah, I think it was a training squad. Oh, and, yeah, it's a, Yeah, I'm, no, no, but... But this is, it's something I'm always, I'm always bitching about, but no yeah. one in management's ever taking me seriously, is that the Bulls just take young talent, they kind of hoard it, I don't know what kind of shit they whisper in these guys' ears, it just makes them stay and stay thinking they're going to, I don't know, make it big, get game time, whatever, I don't know how they convince these guys to stay, but they they just taken all this young talent and they just let it sit and kind of do nothing. And then suddenly, they either, these guys who are cooking out of Craven Week, cooking out of the under-20s, are or just, or basically nowhere. And then, you're just like, well, that was a waste. Because so many players, you see them, they go to the Bulls, they sit there for a few years, they kind of, in and out of the Super Rugby side, and they just end up, they end up nowhere. They just, the Bulls waste talent. Let me just yeah. say that.
0: Well, look, uh, well, Jacques Potgieter, he's gone. He's taking a sabbatical um, in the Bulls of Qatar <laughs> with him as well. Whoa, so, sorry. so John Mitchell. He doesn't he's been, he's been,
1: he's take a sabbatical. Well,
0: uh, he's, he's been, injured, been injured, injured for the last eighteen sabbatical.
1: months. Yeah. It's like me saying I'm taking a sabbatical from rugby. Um, I'm oh
0: I'm God. I'm very interested to see how they come out in the South African conference now. They they're a bit of a sleeper sleeper side uh, if you ask me, especially if they've got Mitchell drilling in the fitness side of things and. I'm looking at their midfield. Oh, Jesse Krall—he's listed in him, but is a midfielder. It kind of makes me unhappy. But <laughs> Berger, Burger Burger hes he, he is a, a solid, solid. I don't know. Solid. No, uh, I, I, don't, there's nothing wrong with him. Yeah, I actually do like him, but except because, for that shit
2: rat tail. Actually,
0: I take that back. I think he's fuck actually I think he's actually shaved it off, or it might be shorter. Okay. but that, that might be an old picture of, of, from Gala images. But I mean, outside backs, Warwick Halland, uh, Duncan Matthews. I got some pace. Travis Ishmael, Jumbo Lingo. Oh, some serious uh, strike power, and I don't know if you, if you mentioned this already, but uh, monarch Boshoff will be, will be providing fly half cover yeah. for Pollard, and he's a very decent backup. I and mean, then there's good. Manny Libok as well, following that. Good, up. So good, good. Good, good. I just I do find it very interesting that Nick Diog has been named co-captain, which, which is very very interesting, and the fact that Andre Adrian Strauss, I suspect Adrian Strauss won't get as much game time. The season, maybe. And then, Who
2: else have they got their named as hookers, out of uh, curiosity?
0: Maritulli and Yoko
2: Okay, so yeah, I think... So yeah, hopefully Fisaki and Maritulli sort of are the
1: form one and two hookers. Yeah. Uh, I do, I'm, I'm sure that they got it, but I'm surprised. Because uh, uh, if Mitchell's ditching guys like Paige, like and Strauss should be kind of...
0: Like, top. I don't know why, hmm.
1: why they're keeping...
0: Yeah, I, I, I think that's a fair point. But even these forwards, Rolf Schmidt, uh, potential Springbok, and Steenkamp, Hanrahe Uh I know Hanrahe Liedenberg was highly spoken of, but he's got whoops, sorry, I don't know what that was. He's gotten so many injuries of late. It kind of reminds me of Onuorah, who's already left the club. Tim Agaba, as well as you already mentioned. So they've got a good squad, actually, a really decent squad. Yeah,
2: uh, just their perform, their past performance doesn't inspire. No, me much, it new... doesn't. So
0: we, are are going to finish uh, in the So Conference.
1: Can I just mention something quite interesting here? I don't know where, like one of my mates who played rugby kind of semi-professionally, he was saying the the Stormers, the Bulls, the Cheetahs, and the lions all practice in Afrikaans, and then the Sharks practice in English. But I wonder mm-hmm. now if, with Mitchell, if the Bulls will start practicing in English.
2: No, no. Mitchell's probably. been around here long enough that he most probably knows enough of the five Afrikaans words you need to coach properly in Afrikaans. Uh, you just seem sort of standing there every time one of the one of the fly-offs gets the ball, is just screaming skip, Scope! skip, scop! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, prediction time. Weird.
0: What's what's going to be, bro Me.
2: Mm. Um, I suppose I've got to go first. Um, I put the sharks in third, but I'm, I'm going to say tied for third with the sharks, middle oh. of the pack. I'm I'm not, I'm not committing anywhere, so third, tied for third with the sharks, middle of the pack.
1: Ben, I'm going to say fourth, but I think they're gonna they're gonna have a slow start, and at the, I wouldn't be surprised if they finish on a five or six game winning streak once the squad gels, because. They look a decent squad but Yeah. Aim well, I, I think that they they're pulling in from a lot of different a lot of different kind of I think it will take a while for them to kind of get 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 their shit together, figure out what kind of rugby they want to play, figure out what kind of rugby suits them best. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say fourth. I haven't really looked at the Stormer squad that much, but I'm gonna presume they're better than the Bulls. It's based on possible.
0: All right. Well, I'm gonna hmm, look at. I think the be, I think they're better than the Stormers. Definitely. I think. Ooh, oh, it's actually quite the definitely better than Yogiad is. Mm, yeah, I'm probably gonna say a third, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, just because the Lions and the Shocks will will likely finish above them, but. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be intriguing. They, I don't think anybody's going to really enjoy going out to Loftus to play them.
1: It's so. it's good. It's it's about time Loftus became a fortress again. Mm. I know I spoke about this when you had me on a few weeks back, but how traditionally a strong bull side is meant a strong big Springbok side. So true. maybe maybe this is a this is a start of something good. A bit of a clean house, fresh talent, bring bring back some pride to Loftus, bring back some pride to the Barberton Daisy, which they've ditched, you know, just... I'm, I'm waiting for you to just say, make Loftus great again. <laughs> yeah, make, make Loftus uh, great again. No, 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 but I, I make make it, like, a scary place to play rugby again, like... No, 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 not, no, I get
0: want, what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. No, I, t- I totally agree. Uh, the,
1: the, this, this, is, this is part of my theory that we should play the All Blacks in Kimberley. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yes, it's no, that's, I don't know, that like, seems really harsh.
1: Uh, no, no, why do we play these guys in pleasant, nice places where they want to be, like Cape Town? Bullshit.
0: Uh, money. It's all about...
2: Cape Town,
1: yeah, so that they can have that home supporter feel. Yeah, yeah no, fuck that. Play them in Kimberly. to their hands. And I'm actually, telling you, 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 it does, what's it called, Otteneco Park? That no, Kimberly is the Greek it's the
2: Vodaclava Stadium or something stupid like that. Do they only porch. have a
1: stand on one side or do they have a stand on both sides?
2: I if I remember correctly, they've got I think they've got a shaded stand and an unshaded stand and then that freestanding on the
1: two short ends. No, I don't know. You know, only, I'm telling you, play the all blacks there, like and then, look, you know, they they can eat at one restaurant and make make their lives a, a bit Look, look at you say that there's merit in that. I mean the
2: Kings almost won a game where they had where they made uh, who was it? I think it was Ulster or someone playing on a shithole field
0: out yeah, yeah, just yeah. other
2: side PE and they almost won that game. So look yeah. there's merit in your there's definitely merit in your thought here.
0: No, uh, they made for a lack of game. Um that's for sure. So yeah, uh, Bulls. Potential potential uh, potential banana skin for anybody travelling through through to South Africa. And that uh, leaves us with uh, the Brumbies, the rant of the litter of this pick of this week's pick. Perhaps uh, I think the big news coming out of the Brumbies, uh Alex, he, I uh, said, he was forensic uh, compared to Grisham from CSI One. Not, not the other CSIs where it's like, yeah, that one with David.
1: They just takes, take their sunglasses on and off the whole time.
0: Yeah, like smashing the Ray-Bans. Uh, David Pocock, the the chosen, the the chosen one. He is going the to The
1: prince that was promised. That's
0: it, sorry. The prince that was promised, he will be missing the start of Super Rugby because he is injured. He underwent surgery for a knee complaint recently, and it's believed that he'll be back. Let's see, what does this thing here say? So, uh, he'll be sideline um, for a few months uh, because he was on that sabbatical, saving rhinos, studying, and all that. So that's a bit of a blow. But uh, Christian Lafano, he's coming back, uh, having beaten Leukemia, so congrats to him. I know we, we spoke about what a fantastic thing it is that he's been able to come back into the game. And he was actually fantastic for Ulster. No, not Ulster. I'm talking nonsense. Which club was he playing for in Europe? So
1: Os- It was one of the Irish ones. No. It was? Was, it, was, it was in Pro 14.
0: Well, I think it was Ulster I think I had that right actually um, it could be I think it was Ulster it and be. I've heard he's been very very good there and he left us
1: before oh yes I've watched I've watched the odd highlight package and stuff and he seems to have gained a bit of weight like he's a hmm. bit more solid he's taking contact he reminds me of a, a young Patrick Lanby at the moment like, oh. uh, and, uh, he, he, like 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 he's straightening the line nicely like and his hands are deft and soft not as good as Charlie Fama-Wien is obviously yeah, but, pff, but who's happy. can be
2: no
0: one's. <laughs> yeah. no I know he left before their final uh, European Champions Cup game and then Ulster lost. So
2: Yeah, you're right, Ulster.
0: Yeah, so he, he's had a very good impact for the season. So like he's coming back to the Brumbies and I think he'll have, have a major impact there. I do think the Brumbies will be better than Reds this year. I know we spoke about the Reds yesterday, but just having a quick squiz at their squad, they've lost a terrible amount of experience um, amongst their flankers. Chris Alcock, who I rated personally. He's out. Scott Fardy, Jordan Smiler, Pocock. He's returning from sabbatical, but he's out. so Yeah, they've yeah. got Lachlan McAfee from from the Tigers. So I mean, he'll, he'll, I assume he'll be a bit solid. So there might be a little bit short of experience at flank. Uh, Asa uh, Nasrani coming in from the Force of Vega got He is a quality player. With Gerard Butler going to Connacht, uh, I think Nasrani he will add some oomph to to that Brumby's rolling more, since so they're so good at it. Thomas Kubeli mm-hmm. at Scrum Off, he's gone. Uh, David Ruiz, he was pretty average, so he's gone. They've got Matt Lucas in from the Waratahs, but he'll probably play a second fill to Joe Powell, who I, I kind of liked last season. Interesting about Leo Leofano, he, I mean, they got Kyle Godwin as well. He might play 10, and it's, uh, warre, uh geez, sometimes these New Zealand names, I honestly, <laughs> honestly struggle with them. Waririnai, Waririnai, Waririnai,
2: Waririnai,
0: yeah, Waririnai, uh, Herrera, uh he was, he, he was very decent at 10 for them, so I'll be, I'll be interesting if Herrera plays at 10 they shift out there, they're finally at 12 there's no other Aussie teams like favouring. That favoring. Uh, two playmakers, they've got uh, Drani also, uh, nobody, I guess he's also 12 uh, Kyle Godwin uh, James Devagnall, Charles Penny coming through from the force, uh, Henry Spate and then at uh, the fullback Tom Banks he had a very good uh, debut season uh, last season, they did lose at 8 in tour, and 2 and Nigel Aarwang out there in the back 3, Anthony Fananga He's also gone, and also at hooker. Sai Fananga, he's also gone. But William Falao, Falau Fananga, I don't know if he's related, but he might be in the extended playing squad. He's back in. I think <laughs> it's... Yeah, I don't know. I just spotted that now. I think their biggest strength will be their type 5, uh, judging by it. They've got Josh Manray, uh, Robbie Abel, so that's a very decent starting hooker, an Abel backup, excuse the pun. Then you got Scott Cio, uh, Nick Mayhew, Ben Alexander, who will definitely be just a squad player, and Adam Alatoa who I thought was, was definitely one of the better props last year in Super Rugby. He played a lot of modes, made a lot of tackles. especially
1: yeah. Fantasy was good. He was a dude. golden boy of fantasy. Oh, I, yeah.
0: geez, I loved it. He was ringing up those points like a till. And then it locked.
2: It took you three weeks of me telling you to get him, though.
0: What? I found him independently. How dare you Accu- accuse me of that? I had a lot from, from the start. Cuck, man. Um, Your
2: props are always about two weeks behind mine.
0: Ah, uh, whatever, bro. Uh, well, stop trying to distract me. I was just about to talk about the virtues of Rory Arnold and Sam Carter and Blake Ennevar. Those are some of the locks that the Rambies have. So, overall, uh, I think the starting team will be very strong. I don't think they'll have enough firepower to win the Australian Conference. i would probably pick... I'm probably going to change my... I, I don't know what my prediction was yesterday. I had the Rebels. <laughs> winning the Australian conference, so
2: yeah.
0: uh, I think uh, they'll be battling it out of the Waratahs, uh for second or third. I'm just a little bit worried about their depth. So, given that I've put the Rebels at first, uh, I'll probably say they'll end up finishing third. But again, they'll be very, very strong, especially in Canberra. So, yeah, I don't know what your thoughts are of the Rebels. Uh, I know they've got a new coach as well, in, in Dan McKellar. He's taking over from Stephen Larkham, who's uh, going go straight to Australia. Uh, any other thoughts um, about, the,
1: about, the uh-huh. rebels, no. about about the Brumbies? There we go. You said
0: rebels now. About about the Brumbies.
1: I though. said Brambies, I'm sure. Yeah. Brumbies. You said yeah, rebels, I, then you I, it to Brambies. Uh, I reckon similar similar to to uh, the Wallabies actually that they have a they have a good a good starting fifteen, but I think when you know when the meat grinder takes its toll, they'll probably they'll probably lack a bit of depth. But I still think they actually they're a decent um, they're a decent outfit, and I would say second in the Aussie Conference quite comfortably.
2: Matthew, second as well. Oh, you just called Ben. No, I, mostly because I'm not sticking. But my first isn't the Rebels like the rest of you. Don't forget. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an independent thinker, yeah. Oh, uh, um, but, yeah, I definitely think they're going to be much probably second in their league.
0: Yeah, I lack thereof of risks. Fine, fine. Um, all right, gentlemen, I think that's going to wrap it up for the team previews for the week. Uh, I just wanted to shout, make a quick shout-out to Warren Whiteley. His uh, Japan club got regla- got relegated, and they released four of their South African players. And it was him, Kankowski, who as has been at the Lions. Yes, he Heinrich Busse. When was the last time you heard of him? And Jürgen Fisser, from the, the former Bulls player, former Bulls fullback. They've all been released by the clubs off by the club after they got relegated. So Warren was picking up some game time. He is coming back to Johannesburg. Ben, I know you you did ask a very good question.
1: Yeah, uh, I was worried, but it's it's a relief, quite frankly. I was.
0: Yeah, yeah, and frank Smith, he was given an ultimatum by Rusty Erasmus that he should pick Cape, like if he's going to work with the Springboks, he either needs to pretty much live in Cape Town, or he must stay with the Cheetahs, so that's happening, and then that's it, uh, the actual reason we're talking about this, uh, Chuti. supposedly, and as this comes via Sport24 he, according to Sunday papers Araports our as we've all mentioned, very good on the rugby stuff, he's met his employers last Thursday, but it appears that there is no agreement between the two Last year, see yeah, remained adamant that he wanted to remain a Bok coach. And the Uppercons Weekly further reported that it remained more likely for Kutsu to leave his post as Bok coach and go coach okay. the Cannon Eagles in Japan. So, it looks like Tutti is going for a shakedown, trying to get as much cash as possible, which I think is a bit of a pity. He's why, not, he's, I don't why, think he's that sort of why guy.
1: Don't we, why don't we just leave him as coach? Just say, okay, you're the coach, but just not let him do anything.
0: Oh uh, well, I'm just uh, making resign. Like, uh, so I was going to use a Mad Men reference. Um, I don't know how many people watch Mad Men here, but Don Draper being sidelined. But
1: I, 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 I watch Mad Men.
0: Yeah, you remember that one yeah. season where he? Uh, yeah Have you watched it, Matt? No. Uh, okay, well, I okay. I don't
1: uh, want, only, I, I talk amongst yourself. Talk, talk
0: about, about only three seasons. <laughs> oh talk no, about this is this is later on. Uh, the the alcoholism eventually catches up with him. Sorry, sorry, whoever's listening. But I guess that you, alcoholism always catches up with you. Don't be an alcoholic. I, that, that's
2: our social media. Alex,
1: I think if I we we are ready, we are ready for like a tagline for this episode to use as a title. Just alcoholism always catches up with you. People yeah. like what? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm intrigued. I watched that. But I, I yeah.
0: guess I guess to go back to your point, uh, Erasmus has been uh, elevated above here, so that, that could be an option. But and I, I just just like. Um, I guess paying a guy just to sit around on the bench almost like in, in football with guys yeah, spend so much money. But it,
1: can't it, leave. If if they giving if they have to give him like a, a golden parachute of say like 10 million rand and just to let him sit out his contract until cost the rest you might as well just let him sit out his contract. Oh, yeah, probably hey. But, 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 but wasn't there a lot of talk about like non-performance clauses like yeah that's, that's what everyone was saying last time is. that stuff
2: yeah, that's what that's what everyone sort of was drumming on about end of year tours. That good news, even if he wins every game of the end of year tour, he still's not going to get up up past the fifty five percent performance clause that now all of a sudden was in his contract as opposed to the year before last, which wasn't in his contract.
0: I did, I think that that's where the um, axe meets the tree, uh, respectively of what's in the contract, and I don't think we're going to be told anytime soon. No, I mean, all, all I want is just no, a resolution it's, to this. It's, it's a little bit ridiculous. We've been waiting for months. I mean, the last game was on December 2nd last year, and here we sit. Like, South Africa's president might change before we lose Alistair Kutzea. You know, that's, uh, that's blimmin' ridiculous. That's all, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Kutzea's departure is, uh, would, would be very nice, a little cherry on the top, given what, what uh, appears to be happening uh, in government. But we don't want to wait too much on that. I, I, I might edit that out too my
1: bad oh, so. you, do you have a, do you have another <laughs> another podcast based on no,
0: no I just have my internal dialogue which is a very dark and scary place you could probably ask Matt all, all it's
1: a that. sad
2: it's, 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 it's an incredibly sad twitter follow ben, if
0: you're keen. yeah pretty much I, uh, I, just, I
2: don't I don't I don't have twitter so
0: you're happier for it yeah. that, that's you're all gonna I need
2: say. you're gonna need twitter because you're gonna need to start sort of marketing this podcast to at least another person <laughs>
1: Yeah, one day. I, 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 I was I was telling my I was telling my mate about it like uh, at work today, and he was just like, so I was like, yeah. So if you want to, he's just like, no, and he, like he just doesn't want to listen. So I was like, <laughs> fair enough. I'm not, I'm not going the press you're doing anything. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I think we, he's, he's French speaking. Like I think we we speak a bit fast for him. Maybe we will listen to this now, and he's just like fucking Ben. What an arsehole, Like and I'll lose my only friend at work. <laughs> a shame, dude.
2: That, that's so
1: Ben's sad. Ben's gonna get spit in his coffee next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, just... oh, sorry, we are talking about politics. Do you know what I realized today? I, I don't actually know who the uh, prime minister of Mauritius is.
2: Uh, I I don't know <laughs> who. it's is just. Uh,
1: Uh, does Mauritius have a prime minister or is he uh, no no. no, it's a prime minister because I said the president the other day and they're like no the president's like a ceremonial post there it's like the queen or whatever (laughs) smooth smooth. well well,
0: I'm I'm going to use smooth to to segue to say I think that's going to be a wrap gentlemen so thank you for your amazing insights and thank you to John Mitchell for uh, just you know just shaking things up um it keeps all of us on our toes that's for
1: sure yeah.
0: no one is safe from john mitchell's axe and
1: oh, do you know what if yeah. if he had dropped if he, if he had dropped jesse creel it would have been one of the happiest days <laughs> this would you know this podcast would have had a completely
2: different mood
1: yeah
0: uh-huh. it, uh, it would have it's uh no, if he had sent Or even,
2: even having Jesse Creel listed as a wing. No, not man, a bugger that.
0: As, as, a a, as a fullback, as a specialist fullback, I think that... Uh,
2: yeah, but make... that's still in the middle of the field, Adam. You want him on the on the peripheries so that he's hemmed in by at least one touchline.
1: Yeah, you, so you, you don't want to give him the chance to run sideways. Like, don't lead him. So were we speculating that's, that's part of his
0: contract, that he gets paid to run sideways?
1: Yes. I don't know, it's fucking, like his first steps, was I talking about this with you guys or someone else, like, his his instinctive movement is sideways, he just kills space for, like I don't even think you need to know, like I think a four year old could watch that, and just be like, no, he just bunches up the other winger, and then eventually he throws like a hospital, oh. People have no time for Jesse Creel. The biggest no. piece of backline players. <laughs>
0: too talented. Too <laughs> talented to succeed. And that, and speaking of no time, we are out of time.
2: Uh, gentlemen, okay. so,
0: so Ben, Matt, thank you for, for your insights. Uh, I assume that we will be seeing one of your Oaks next week or something uh, of that nature. Um, so, yeah, that, that's going to wrap it up for episode 11 of Elite Rugby Panther. We will catch you next week. Uh, next week. Why do I keep
2: saying Nick.
0: that? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Matt, uh, cheers. Thanks. cheers.
2: Thanks. Cheers. Cheers.
0: cheers. 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 Ben, uh, don't don't uh, don't get captured and um, for tax evasion, I guess,
1: and tax fraud. So just ta- FR. I don't have an, I don't have enough money to tax evade. <laughs> I just do it for other people.
0: And, uh, at least all of us, we can safely, safely claim we will be safe from that.
1: Yo, um, it, 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 by the way, guys, if if anyone listening has any money and wants it hidden away, like, give me a call.
0: Yeah, and you can, so you can you can
1: tweet at Ben. Yeah,
0: you can you can you can you can, you can, you can contact the elite rugby, <laughs> elite rugby,
1: the elite rugby universe, elite, 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 elite rugby rugby
0: commentary at gmail.com We actually do have a Gmail address,
1: so do we have a, a Gmail. That's great.
0: Yeah, we do. Yeah. I, I, I'm not. Legit looking, like that. I'm not just uh, a good-looking voice and face. Uh, I do the admin. All right, that's gonna wrap it up. We'll see you guys next week.